0: Welcome back, Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brot. It is a pleasure to have you back as we proceed with season two on the forum of Rabbi Kanayevsky. Season two has been dedicated in memory of Moshe Chaim and Yitzchak David by an anonymous donor. Again, as Rabbi Brutt always says, many people reach out and ask to have Shirim on all kinds of topics. They're available. Reach out to myself, Rabbi Brutt, and we are happy to work on setting those up as well. So Rabbi Bratt's going to start with a recap of what we discussed last time. We started discussing the topic of using new Rishonim for manuscripts. We discussed Rab Chaim, his usage of them, in Derech Hamuna. That's where we primarily we see the most usage of manuscripts, new manuscripts from Rabbi Chaim. We started discussing a little bit what the Chazanish held about it, the Mishnah Bruder, the Chavetz Chaim, what he did. So we're going to recap where we ended off last time and continue from there.
1: Looking forward. Rebrot, how are you? T- okay. So basically, I'm going to recap what, I tr- what I'm what i trying to do this season, um, the beginning of the season, um, with what I did a little bit last week, what I'm going to do today, and some other episodes. As one learns through the Swarm of Rebchaim Kanievsky, it keeps coming up, besides his incredible... Yibikius um, and all the Bavli, Rishalmi, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, incredible knowledge in Rishayinam. But that's not just the standard Ritva, Raj, Ramban, but appears he, he uses everything he gets his hands on that's Rishayinam, even some manuscripts that were just printed or about to be printed. It's well known at the Chazanish, and we will discuss much greater length what exactly the Chazanish holds, but it, just for lack of anything else, just that he was not, he was, anti-using new works of Rishayim. So Reb Chaim Kanievsky, who, has, as I've illustrated in the past season, is one of the greatest tamidim of the Khazanish. It's funny that he's doing such a thing. Um, now, before taking a deep dive in, you know, in, to understand the Khazanishita, Hashita, I want to show, and I did already starting last week, was that Reb Chaim Kanievsky got this from the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim was... Famous for bringing new rishayim, and last week we discussed specifically his, usha- his usage of the newly printed Arzarua and the Miiri. Now, today I will hopefully get to is showing that it's not only the Chafetz Chaim, but it's there's a, there's other precedent for such things. Now, I began with two examples. I spoke last week was about Arzarua and the Miiri. So before. Um, Going to the third example, just me- to mention, to tighten up a little bit more about what I spoke about. I mentioned that um, the Me'iri gets bad flack. He's not, um, um, certain people, there's even zilzal the Klishiness about him. This is not a zilzal the Klishan, but a listener um, sent in from Rav David Salavechik, a letter, where, he, where he's specifically talking about the Me'iri in, in Erevin that there's Devaram and he brings down from Admar Hagoin HaAimiti, She'ein lo'i imun ba'meiri ha-chadashim She'matbisim b'zman ha He doesn't trust these meiris. Ba'ayisav o'i tamal zahat, There's too much great chadushim. Ma'shal Matsinu imatzinu ze ba'meiri ha-yishonim She'eshan tachas yadeinu What earlier I means say there were some miris I've already mentioned already in the late 1700s some volumes start coming out. But this is what, this is a brisker messiah. Now, I don't, um, Claim to be able to argue on Brisk and Masayra. I don't come from that school, and I never heard. Uh, I don't where, where I come from, and my Bayam and different people did not go with such a do not go with such a shita. However, not only is the Briskers all Briskers, I mean say Briskers of Eretz Yisrael, Briskers of in America, seem to have held this sh- sharp language. Um, it seems there. I have heard also Rav Maisha Feinstein also was not so enamored with the Miri. However. Even if that is true, one, if one reads, for example, uh, well-recommended to read, Reb, Reb Zevin has a series of at least five reviews on various masechtas of the Me'iri that came out, or as I mentioned last week with Reb Shem Zalman Orbach, um, some of the materials. If you read these reviews, you could begin to understand the, the in, importance of the Me'iri Bechlal. There have been attempts by some people to put it down, but I'm not getting into that. One one Marmokim, about this relating to Rav Moshe Feinstein, is what one of Rav Moshe Feinstein's greatest Talmidim was Ayyid Rav Nissen Alpert. Rav Nissen Alpert, interestingly enough, he put out the Me'iri on Baba Metzia with footnotes. And when you read the Hagdama, he writes how in, unbelievably important putting out the work specifically of the Me'iri is, it's very strange. In, in, um, it's not strange. He writes amazing things about the Me'iri, about the importance of it, the importance of learning in the sugya. It's Kadai to read the Lashayness. I'm not going to for lack of time, but he, at the end of the piece he even says, a lot of things I spoke over with who? With Ramosha Feinstein about, ab- about this.
0: So before you tighten up the arzurua, how would a listener be able to differentiate? Let's say they want to follow this brisker misera between a new meiri and an old meiri. see, I have on my shelf here this set of meiri. There are other meiris. Just basically describe what's the new and what's the old.
1: So it's see it's, it's I I I. That I cannot explain and I'm not familiar with the world of Brisk. The world of Brisk, um, I, w- I actually think that they it will come out that most of the Meiris is not relevant for them, according to this. According to this, I guess maybe the Meiri on Megillah, I remember, is very early on and a few a few other Masachtes, but most are not. So, according to that, most of that set would not be re- relevant if someone's going with the Masaira of Brisk. Okay, but anyway. Um, as I said, we're not having a, we're not having an episode devoted to the Miri. specifically. It's well worth to study into the Miri all different aspects, but just to mention um, some opposition and a little bit more about it. Now, just to mention two other points relating to this the Miri, and, and relating also to the Arizurua. Randomly, while looking into some other things, pulling out the an incredible great litvishagadol or tshuva sefer called Tshuvas Amudei Eish. Not only the, uh, the, is he a, a, a special litvishagadol from a um, hundred years ago or so. Rabbi Sef was fascinated by the Sefer. This, you see it had unbelievable, His Rabbi Eisenstein, his name, not so much is known about him. He was a Rav somewhere in Russia. But um, he had unbelievable bachis. and The Sefer, Amu um he quotes is often as we'll see more, but but the, specifically Dar and the same point that we mentioned last week of if you have a Magnav, um, where of Rums had asked questions on the Rama, he says if you open up to, if you now that we have we were to have Dar it helps understanding it. So. We see in this litvash also similar to what I'm mentioning from the Chafetz Chaim, another tremendous litvash gadol who Sefer came out in 1904, which we're going to discuss a little bit more about him soon, is called Zichron Yainason Shuva Zichron Yainason from a Reb it's incredible, incredible safer in the Litvish world. They say Ruchaim Shelevitz knew it, it out by heart. Anyway, he also, similar points, he uses the miri often, um, the ones that he had, and about the Arzarua. He specifically has a tshuva where he talks about uh, a, a Maram and he talks about a Magnavram, and he says basically that both the Maram Mintz and the Magnavram didn't have the Arzarua, and that's what caused them to have a wrong understanding. They were based on earlier quotes had one had the complete Arzuru like we have um, a lot more will come to light. Anyway those are just some brief points obviously a lot could be discussed on all that and now we get to move on to our uh, main part of today.
0: You had mentioned last time three so you mentioned the Meiri Arzuruah and the Rabbeinu Hananel. Right. Rabbeinu Hananel we find on the side of the Gemara Rabbeinu Hananel we find brought all over I mean it's brought in Rishenim, it's brought in Achrainim. So what's with the Rabbeinu Hananel?
1: Right. So Rabbeinu Hananel is actually a very interesting story. I'm going to say it as brief as we could right now in the time that we have. And that is as follows. Rabbeinu Hananel gets, and and we're going to actually quote a beautiful piece, I hope, shortly from the Chazanish about the significance of Rabbeinu Hananel. But Rabbeinu Hananel, um is is printed on the side of the Gemara, and we're going to discuss when it gets printed right now. So first he dies in 1028. Okay, great. So it's pretty early. Now, this Sefer of Rabbeinu Hananel is relatively new. When When does it become available to us on the side of the Gemara? Only in the 1880s. Basically when Shas Vilna is out to when they finally get to to publish their shas they try to get all the improvements all um whatever if they can get new materials and they get one of the things they have on the side is rabbin khananum on various msachts okay we'll talk about that more in a minute but before we get there as you said rabbin khananum when you learn when you learn gemara rishonim taisvis you come you come across his name rather often but what's interesting is it's always from a cliche name you say the rishonim had such messiahs, but they never we don't have we never had a safer until the 1880s, pretty much. A little before, um, we don't have Rabbeinu Tam... Oh, sorry, we don't have Rabbeinu Hanan. Now, we don't have, as it's called, clerition of Rabbeinu Hanan. Now, um, what's the, what happened is that already in the 1830s, the famous Moschel, which we already mentioned in a different episode, sheer he, when he was working about writing about the Gainim, he already noticed Rabbin Hananol, as I said, from Shainim quotes, and the uh, Aruch also, and he collected and he wrote a lot about Rabbin Hananol. But all this was based on Kli Shaini. Um And and everything about him in the, even the 1830s, as I said, was all through Kli Shaini. What happens is that it gets published in the Shas Filna, and when it's published, it's, it's unbelievable. It causes the, the, the Tamid HaChamim, we were fascinated by it. Just to mention, Ramer Simcha, Ramer Simcha Akai Mi Divinsk, one of the daily Aylum of the past century in the Lutfischer world. So he wrote a chibur as Yedua, on the Rambam. Numerous, numerous times he brings Rabbeinu Hanan Hanitpas Hanitbas One time he says, He's trying to explain the Rambam. So what's a significant thing in understanding? And as we know, the Rambam had earlier messiahs that go back to the Gainim. So Rabbin Chananel is a step, is as is close to the Gainim as, as we could get. Another place he says, Another time Dar says, And this is also Psalm the Rambam. So, when I came across this many years ago, I, I was actually shocked how many times he brings it down, and he brings it down many times. Interestingly enough, he's not only Litvisha, Um Gadol who's using him at this point in time when the Shaz is coming out. I just mentioned the Zichar, Truva Zichar I just mentioned Amodayesh. They also handle with it. The Natsiv, who interestingly enough, in the late, this is coming, the Shaz is coming out in the 1880s. It comes out in the conclusion is 1886. The already only has a few more years of being active, so most of his writings has been written already. We still find him using Absachim, how from the side of the Gemara. So you see that the Lutvish Gedayim are using it often. Mishnah Bura 120 times at least, according to um, um, searches, uses ha- Rabbin and to help him in understanding the Now, what is the significance of Rabbin Nachanah? So I'm not going to again. We're not going to spend a few. Episodes on Rabbi Nechananel at this point. I'm just going to quote as follows. I, I mentioned that Sheer was the, the go-to place to talk about Rabbi Nechananel was Sheer. Afterwards, what happened is that a lot happened, a lot more discoveries. We saw after Shas Vilna, there were major discoveries with Rabbi Nechananel. And they from Gnieza fragments and stuff like that. So Bam Levine, Rabbi Yom Meishel Levine, which we will get to Mir Tzeshem more about him. But he, in his collection of his work called Eitzagaynim, he has a special section devoted to Rabbi Nachanah because it's a mystery of Gainim. And in many of the volumes, there's a special section of new materials not in the Shas Vilna. Now, so what's so significant? Beso- once we sorry, once we have. Um, we have from these new materials that, as I said, Sheer doesn't have, that anyone really write up about them. So in the 1990s, um, Shraga Ivrimson, the great Tamil Chacham, who was also a, a, a Lamjur Chacham from Lumja originally, but he was a, um, a professor in Hebrew University, and he was an expert in Gainim, and he put out a whole book on Rabbeinu Hananil. It was printed in the 90s, but it reads more like a card catalog. It's fascinating to read. It's printed by a regular from press Vakshal v- v- Maznayim. I think it even might be available till today. More recently, a good friend of mine, um Josef Dubrovic, wrote a doctorate on we are based on all the new materials, which is which we have much more actually from when was, um catalog, was cataloged. Um, um, new discoveries, as a matter of fact, this Dubovik pub, has published through Vakshal a whole new Rabbeinu Chananel on, on Shabbos and some other Masechetos, and he wrote a whole doctor about it. And we and he writes the doctor is to show the chashivas of Rabbeinu Chananel. So it's not so just to quote uh, two three sentences. It's the first running parish that we have on Bavli. In his in his in the, in this perish, Rabbi Khanal deals a lot with Perish Amilim. He translates strange words in Aramaic, Arabic, Greek. Sometimes he ha- he also sums up a lot of times the Halacha. He brings down Gainic material. And he but he also talks about he also talks about Gainic material. So he's a great Messira for Gainic material. And most importantly for many people is he brings a ton of Yerushalmi. Okay, so so significance is that a lot of times all of a sudden you also preserve a gear. So all of a sudden you're looking on the side Gemara. You're taking for granted that we always that they always had it. No, it's only from 1880s and onwards. This chibur which gets into the Mishnah Bura, etc., etc. Now, um, just to mention two more pratim about this, um, I came across a while back Rabbi Yosef Cairo, as well known, had a magid that came to him. However, this magid works. And This magid says when he's talking about the Rambam. I'm translating based on the Hebrew translation. The Magad of Ezeb is in Aramaic, but here it says, Yaduash teidash, a kol dever Ramam al-aroyv heim emes. Kivan shul nidbak begirsois shala rishainim. It's based on girsois rishainim. Kegayin, Rabbeinu chananel, ve Rabbeinu hai, she girsasam brura. We see how significant the gyrsaise of rabbin hananelohar also an understanding the rambam this is already a magid of gyrsaise so i have not really seen that quote i came across this anyway point is this was used etc just uh, one other makar, is you have a reverberelio Kaplan wrote a pirish uh, wrote a, a, a Mahalik, how to make a new pirish on chass with the multiple parts what throughout the t- um, his pir- his sample um throughout this um write-up where he writes how one should go about writing a parish and learning shas. he has all different examples. He also shows different pieces of this Rabbi Hanano, recently printed, helping in different sugis. Anyway, bottom line is, how does this come to exist? How does it get published? It gets published through the help of um, the Diktuke Seifrim, which eventually we will get back to him also. Um, now, who is the Magi of this Chibor? Rabbi Shleim one of the G'daylem of Vilna at the time. Um he writes specifically in Psachim and other places how he's the Magia. And it seems also and um okay, anyway, fine. Now it's at the end of the day, Chaznish points out more than once, more than twice, that he says as follows. So and then he talks about this. He, he, and he says what we will get to about it, but he says, um, that there's a problem with the Hatakas of the Chibur, and that there's a, lot, there's a lot of mistakes crept into it, so to speak. Okay, this is what Chazanish writes more than once, more than twice, and we will get back to it. Um now, but, as I said, I'm going to quote a chazanish, the Khazanish to give us more also um, about the significance of Rebbe as it's quoted in the Rishonim, so the chazanish, is a chazanish in Baba Kama, he says, um, we find very often the Rishonim, when they refer to Rebbe Nechanan, they say, divrei Rebbe Nechanan, him divrei Kabbalah. So what's going on? He says, What the he Yamar Rabbein Chanel governs is He never says anything is far. Rak mash a kibble, the chain rabbi call Rabbeysena, a ravina, the hulu, Elavade Kulum kiblu mash a kiblu, the kitchu mash a kitchu. He goes, I call Rabbeysena Rishonim. He also was machadish like Rishonim. So it must be, it can't be like that. What's going on? He says, Rabbein Chanel, Shemish Godel, Echoch, Yizikaron, Beyoser, Vayezak, and Beyoser, the kibble men harbard varm, the Havaira, Benadir, Loyodom, who's all high. But to argue on him, that was you could be, you could do. But that's what it, what it means is that when the Chazan is explaining that he had a certain, he's a certain chain, a link back, and that's the truth. We see this very much is he's a link back to the Gaidim, and that's what helps make him so significant. Anyway. Um, just to wrap up two more very uh, two more sentences about him we going i mentioned in the past that there's been printed is letters between reb avigdor Evansal and Rebbe Chaim Kanievsky. so in one of the letters um actually so reb avigdor so writes based on a rach that was just printed you could be or Samech, who I said already anyway he was into the ar- he's into Rabbeinu Khanano. so then we find here the he says no it has nothing to do um, it, what you want to bring is not at all relevant to the conversation he doesn't see what you see I don't see what you see in this Rabin Hanano okay um, and this Rabbeinu Chanano plays, and just to conclude with one last point, the, one of the um, um, editions of Rabbeinu Chanano that's come out as its own footnoted edition. So in the Hagdama, it says that one of the paiske Dairenu, this is going back um, uh, twenty years ago, says something that based based on a Rabbeinu Hanano, um it would in a certain situation it would be usher to, to do a Milan on Shabbos. Now and he's so Rabbi Maisha Lipschitz writes, this is in this could be found in the sefer Zikuran that was put out Lakhfidai. Um, basically he writes that it's not telling you who this Godel is, but this Gadol was none other than Rush Alman. Orbach means Rusham Izalman Orbach was like this Rabbi Nechanan. Okay, so bottom line is that we're seeing is that the Chaz, we're actually seeing the Chazan actually gives us understanding in Rabbi Chananel as the way we shine and bring it down, but as the newer version of Rabbi Nechanan all these manuscripts, I mentioned Rechaim Kanievsky, the Mishnabrura and various Lutfush Gedalim went with that. And list could go on and on, but we have to move on.
0: Okay, a couple of things before you move on. Where were you reading from the Chazanish that you were quoting? Where is that? So this is Chazanish and Baba Kama, Siman
1: Yud Aleph, Eis Chaf.
0: Okay. Um, also mentioned, as you were speaking, so you mentioned that uh Ramea Simchan ar quotes, is very fond of the Rebeinu Chanano. Then you mentioned the Magid. I remember when I was in Yeshiva, you told me, the same thing, that the Rambam was very connected to the Rabbeinu Hanano, right? They said a lot of them Right. You
1: mentioned right, two. Was right.
0: that something that was in Skabel, like that? Well,
1: so that, that 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 always was in Skabel. I mean, say, way back, without even using the Magad of the Yosef, it, the people have said it. So, But they were only using a Rabbeinu Hanano, let's say, that the Rajbov will bring down uh, once in a while. But here, the Kiddush was, now we have a ton more material. So, yeah. Okay, um, two more names. You mentioned a bunch of names, but I think two names...
0: You mentioned Avraham Eliezer Kaplan. It's a very quick biography on him. I know he's someone who's. Uh, he, probably he, have a, a lot. He, to is, him, right? It's
1: not. It's not. It's not L'chveide to mention him in such a so quickly. But he's a fascinating character, which we hopefully have to get back to one day. So
0: that's what I was pointing out. It's in a different realm than a lot of other names that you mentioned. Right. Um, and Rishlay Mekayin, he said that the Vilna maggot he was the and Machaber of Maget.
1: this is the Binyan Shlaim. That
0: Vilna Magid the, the Dain of the Vilna, Shlai which Shlai. also
1: needs his own. He also, which I've quoted I actually quoted him in the last episode that he was very into printing of Rishainim, uh knowing the printing dates and everything of Rishayim in his introduction to it's Svarim. So here, he one of his jobs. It wasn't a, he didn't get enough of a salary being a Dayan He was he worked as a Magia for the Tfus Vilna. Amongst he was amongst other people that worked there.
0: Okay. Excellent. So let's move on. I know you want to speak about, so far you've mentioned M'chaim Kanyeski and the Brura, a little bit of Arsameach, but, you know, as you've done many times in your other episodes is give a historical context, you know, of how things developed. So please fill us in historically, you know, where we see even earlier um, manuscripts of other Rishonim that were being used by, let's say, other Gedolim throughout the generations.
1: So, so, to, I want to give an example. This is a, a, a name that everyone knows from pretty much in the beginning of when one begins learning Gemara Rashi Thesis is Rabbi Tam. So when you learn Taisus, a lot of times you hear does this the Nutam or Sefer Sefer Yasher? When does what's the story with the Sefer yashar So interestingly enough, again Taisus quotes it. Other Rishanim quote pieces from it, but when does it come? When do we actually have the Sefer? Turns out in 1811 is the first time in a version, a printed version of the Sefer comes on the market. The Sefer, when it comes out, it has Chashev Askamas from Remar Tchabanet and the Chasam Sefer, and it's put out by a dyan in Pressburg, someone that was very McCurve with the with the Chessam Sefer. It was Daniel, I forget his last name right now. Anyway, it's put out. Okay, fine. Now, so you'll say, was it used at the time? So the answer is, interestingly enough. That Fraim Zalman Magolus wrote a chibur called Ar Yasher, which he held was full of corrections and biurim based on the Sefer Yasher Rabinu Tam that just came out. And he, throughout his writings, he uses a caseder. You could even find he'll mix in in the middle of a ch- aguna shayla. He'll somehow mix in some idea that he found in this sefer Yasha. Now, sefer of Rabbeinu Tam, is worthy of many ep- of a few episodes, but bekitzer, it's Rabbeinu Tam's tire. It's, his, it's it has chedushim. It has chuvis. There's a lot happening in the sefer. And Baruch Hashem, our dar muzaycha, um, um, someone just now just came out just to show as show and tell. Um, David DeBlitzky, who's famous for putting out Many Rishayim, he put out two fat volumes, one is the Sefer Yasha, this is the Chuvus. Uh, and then he has Sefer Yashar. This is the Chidusha. He based on the manuscripts that was ava- made available to him, um, a, a lot of work. Um, they actually used the Aitzar Chachma forum sometimes when they had a problem and they would put up a tshuva and people would write in and they thank it in the introduction even. This is a, a real from person, son of the great the Dabitsky, from guy, I don't even know if he knows how to use internet t- too much, but his son did this and this is a modern technology of of Brak using the internet, using a forum. Anyway, that's not many thanks it in the Hagdama, so he doesn't even hide this piece of information. Anyway, so Rabbeinu Tam, the, it was to a, a book recently from uh, Professor Rami Reiner, all about Rabbeinu Tam, specifically about the Sefer Yasha, and we're not going to go into what the significance of the Sefer is, but it's, if it's a Rabbeinu Tam, we can imagine it's going to have significance, just to help even t- and entices as it's brought down. Anyway, so Rabbi Zalman, I said, wrote a Chibur, Somewhat of corrections, um, the, the Duktuke Seyfam says that he saw it, um, he saw it, he, say, he describes it as being a big, a big chibur. Um, the Yisam Seyfam tells Rabbi Feim Zalman who was a good friend of his, that he should give it over to this dying and maybe if he releases it again, I don't know if he did, but it seems that in, later on, um, at the end of the uh, 1890s or something, when the Sefer Ayasha part of its reprinted, this person writes that he did have Rebbe Refrain Zalman's um, material. Today we have the, the edition of Rebbe Dobutsky is based on more manuscripts and better job than the editions that were available. Anyway, so now this Sefer Ayasha, we see what I'm, what I'm the point is here you have the Tech Sefer and the Sefer also uses it. Remark Khabanek Zalman goes and uses it. And then you will find in the literature of numerous Litvashik Adailam and others, also, one, it, it's basically now on the market and it's being used. Um, so here we have another example of a mainstream. The point is it's a mainstream region, So that could, when we get to the Khazanish, it might be a, a different thing. I did not check if the Chazanish Lamaisa ever quotes it. But the Rukhan Kanyevsky Avada uses it in the chuvas that are related to his work. So that's another example of. Uh, a mainstream region that people don't realize it only came to existence in 1811 now from 1811 till the 1890s the edition was a very sh- hard edition to use uh, some even points out that the the Xaviyah that they got it from whatever it's very hard to read anyway that's another example um, okay um, now for the, the next example that I would like to give this is a, um, um, a very fascinating example as we'll see and that is the shultas the the now the story of the Schultes, how it gets onto the market, actually we have already recorded uh, um, an episode about this that we will hopefully release in the next month or two, but um, which deals a little bit about it. But we're going to focus now on is that in 1861, and because I have the first print, we have to do show and tell. The the Schultes in 1861. I have to get my money's worth of owning the safer. Um, that's the excuse that some people have of owning first prince, is they get to be able to show it in a shir or something, so I was just able to be yitz a little bit. Anyway, so the nitziv puts out Hamak hey, Shalon on the Shultus. Shultus is an early work, we're not going to get into the the significance of the Shultus, but at somebody, it's a, a call, we'll call it for a Go'inik work that the nitziv writes, a massive parish. Today it's three massive volumes, it comes out from the years 1861 to 1867. So now, Okay, so he puts out a work of the Schul of uh, this work of the Schultes. What's significant is as follows. you open up the introduction, you start seeing that not only not only does he have what was printed in the in 1786 from Ibishaya, Berlin, he got manuscripts. Now we have to keep in mind who's the Natsiv. the nitziv is a sheshiva of what's called the Harvard of yeshivas, the Valaj Yeshiva. So he describes in the beginning of his work the following thing. First he describes that he spent a lot of money and he bought a manuscript. From more than 400 years ago. Okay. Then he talks about how he finds um, And he gets hold of that and uses it. Okay, great. So we see him using manuscripts of the Chibur. So it's not just that he's putting out what Rishai Berlin did with his parish. He's using manuscripts and he quotes throughout the work. Then all of a sudden, later on, he writes, in the in, still in this Hagdama, he starts talking about that he finds out um, he he first it's, he he describes how he started to seek out through the various libraries if there's more manuscripts of, of um of the Schultes if he could get copies anyway then he writes and he writes who he wrote to etc then he writes as follows um, he found out that in St Petersburg they have a Xavier of the scholters he didn't he says i didn't sleep until i went there myself to get this Xaviat and he uses this ksaviyad, he brings whole pieces from this ksaviyad, he says that there's materials in here that are not elsewhere, that are not in the other editions, and he uses it, and it's incorporated in this shaltas. Now,
0: So now, describe for the audience, what does it mean that the Nitzvah was in Volazhin going to St. Petersburg to track down ksaviyad and the shultis.
1: Okay, so just to make it dramatic, you have one has to be a drop entertaining, so the way to make a drop entertaining is as follows. Imagine if I told you that whichever yeshiva you learned, imagine you're learning in Panovich. And Shah Shach finds out that there's a new Savyad of the Rambam, let's say. would you picture him going to get on a plane in the middle of the zman and go to America or, or St. Petersburg, for that matter, to go look up a new saviad of the Rambam because he's working on his Avi Ezri. I don't think so. Well, I don't know if he could point to any Rosh Hashiva. Now the Natsiv, besides for being an incredible person, he was known for he signs even the sagdama almost pavoide. He didn't waste a second. He was known legendary hasmada, crazy, crazy hasmada. Not against other Rosh Hashanahs. Chassid Shalom. He's beyond prolific. Here we have the Rosh Hashanah of the one of the greatest yeshivas taking off to go to there. Now in those days, you, it's not like you got on a plane and you go fly. I, I actually reached out to someone to f- try to figure out how long would it take the Natsiv to go from Valashen to St. Petersburg. So he basically wrote to me a whole answer, and he even told me how he could probably get the exact answer. But bottom line is, it takes a few days. And there's no direct way. There was no direct train from Valashen to there. And, and the point is, I didn't spend the exact time to give the exact number. But the point is, the Natsiv is doing this, ag- again, for what? For a manuscript of a Russian a guy in actually to get whatever he could to put out the best edition based on what's available to him to publish. Okay, now, so that so here we have another example, another precedent. Now, what's interesting is his brother-in-law, the Aruch HaShulchan. What's less known, we just spoke about the Sefer Yasher. What's less known is the Aruch HaShulchan put out an edition and a beer on par of the Sefer Yasher. So also, the Aruch HaShulchan of Valajner um, also did such a thing. Now, now, why am I saying this? I'm saying this is false. In 1928, um, something happens, which is a manuscript starts coming out of the Ramban. Now, materials of the Ramban came out before. But in 1928, Rab Isser Zalman Meltzer starts publishing a set. I believe I don't have a set, but I believe you have a set um, of the old-time Rambans. You usually only find it in Seamus these days. Some people keep it. The Vakshal has it still in there, and they still sell it even. And it's known as Rabbis' Al Ramban. But what does that mean? It's Rabbis' Al Meltzer's Ramban. He wrote Harvest on it? No, it's much more than that. Rabbis' Al Meltzer writes at length that he. Printed even some manuscripts. He got a hold of some manuscripts of some Mesechthus that were never published before. He also took Tyrus Adams and put them in the right places. That means, say, if the Ramban wrote Tirus Adams, something that's re- relevant to Brachas, he put it in the back. If it's relevant to Git, then he put it in the back. And he wrote Ha'aris on the Sefer. Now, these Ha'aris also are legendary in the world of Ha'aris. They say that a lot of times when they, when they, today we have better manuscripts or more manuscripts than Ramban, he was Mamish on the Mark. He, he was M'chavin to the to the Colossian, the and the Ramban. Okay. Is Melzer one of my points that I would like to make is where does Rabbis Azal Melzer, great gadol, tremendous gadol, get this from? You know who's the Talmud of? Is the Talmud of? Amongst others, the Natziv of Alashen. This zakh of printing and being interested and being of making available Rishayna from manuscript, none other than one of the greatest Hashivas of the past hundred X amount of years, is The Rebbe says So much so that people even said to him, Why "Are you wasting your time?" He held it was a He held that that was only because of that khus he was able to put out his Avanazel. Anyway, um, a lot more to say about it, but just to keep it brief and, and as it relates to us in our story in his Hagdama already he, tell, he throws out a yidea. one of the ideas he throws out is that if you have my Ramban that I have on Megillah that I'm publishing, I believe it's from the first time you'll see that the, 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 the there's a Shiloh that comes up often that the Chassam Sefer paskins is a certain way it's be, the Chassam Sefer only paskins because he had the Ramban through the Ran, if he would have my Ramban he wouldn't, he wouldn't say what he said. Then there's another piece. This is a more uh, famous story, and we're going to say it very briefly. And this relates to another topic where Rabbis Zalmel says a similar type of thing, and that's as follows. Um, Lamaisa, some Ramban started coming out of the market from manuscript in the 1700s, some. Some came out. Um, it seems the Yeshuas Yaakov saw one, one, one on one masecht on Shabbos. Rabbi Meltsu says, "But I, he must, his copy must not have been great, or copy, or, or mistakes crept in." I'm putting out a better edition, but it had a chashav askomus, including some cipher. But that's Ramban on Shabbos. But Rabbi Zal-Maltzah is printing certain ones from for the first time now one such Masechta is Masechta's Megillah I said with the Ch'am Seifer now it's another story which relates to the Chsam Seyfer, and that is, without getting into the Sugish Abay but the following thing is when one goes to Shul on Rosh we're about to hit Rosh Chaydesh, so there's a question of how to lane and there's, a, the, there's the way Mo Shul's um, lane and then there's what's called Begram which is all based on how to learn the Sugish of Megillah aleph, Amid Aleph, Amid Beis, and the Grah over there in Shulchanar, Tafchov Gimel, brings down um, the, the Ramban seems to have a certain issue with the sugya. And the gra says, Lomaisa, um, he brings down a Msahta siphrim. He says, one should do like the Masahta Saifrum. Um, that's the Maskana of the Gra, and therefore the Gra comes up with a different way, had a lane, than we do. Now, first of all, like this, the the he has a ramban. The answer is he brings it based on how did someone have the ramban throughout the generations? The ran the ran brings down a Rajba, and the ramban a Meir on the sugya, and he has a big piece, about, say fifteen lines or something. Now, the ramban does not, in the way, the ran does not talk about mesachto Saifim at all in this sugya. So when you're looking at the Sugi, so what you have is there's the Gemara, whatever Shailas that come up in the Gemara, there's a Ran, which is the Shailas Pashem the Ramban, and then there's a Masech the that comes along the Gra, who we know from other places, very into earlier sources, and Masech the Siphon, and then he says to go not like the Sakh of the Shulchan Aruch, and, and the Moscanus of other people, and go like this Masech the okay? Now, obviously, a lot of material, a lot of ink has been spilled to understand this Gra. You have the Mishkinis Yankiv, you have Ribelez and you have the Netziv, all these Litta trying to understand the Hanhag of the Gra. This Hanhagga of the Gra is it's not only in the Be'er HaGra, this is how it's brought in the Mayseraf. The Chuvish Ch'sam Seifer has a Chuvah where he deals with this Sugyosof. So Seems someone brought to his attention this Hanhagga of the Gra based on the Mesech the The Ch'sam Seifer says, I look up the Mesech the It doesn't say, even the Gra that he's bringing the Mesech the it doesn't say what, what he says it says. So he says a Lashin like this that the gra changed girsois like he wished it Means it's a common thing that he did. Interestingly enough, this sounds like a very sharp illusion. So Mark Shapiro note, noted already that in, in some later editions of the Psalmsaifer, this has been this stark illusion kiddarki has been edited out. I was looking into this Sugya now, I see Mechon Yerushalayim, when they bring down the Chuva's Tsham from on the side, when they talk about this, this gra, they write you this Tsham and they also take out the word Kedarkai. Now, at the end of this Tshuvah Tsham the Tsham says, al if someone goes like this Ramban, it's ma al-Tachtayin, he says. Now, yeah. what's interesting is, that a lot of times you can find
0: if you just want to clarify, is the Mesechta Sifre or the Ramban? What's the? How do they connect?
1: It's both the Ramb- Oh, oh, we're gonna get it. A, the, up till now, we have that the Gra is basing a, a new hanhaga based on his reading of the Mesechta Sifre. That's Adkan so far. Means say we don't know the Ramban because the only thing that we know about the Ramban is how the Gra had it based on the Ran. The Ran supposedly is bringing down a Ramban, so the so the Gra is arguing on a Ramban, and. Uh, and passing like a Mesechta to which the Chassam Seyfim is saying is based on his gear, so how he's changing around this Mesechta to But we don't get to the Ramban yet. We're about to. Okay. Now, what which is a that happens is other people, when they re- hear sometimes a gra, they reacted differently. So Dalias Aliyah brings down a story from the Ksava Kabbalah that he heard, that basically Rebbe Kiv Eger and Rabbi Zacharyah Mendel, they were together together. Um, and someone told them over this. This, this someone told them over this gra. And Rabbi Kiva Eager's reaction was: someone ran to show it to him inside. Rabbi Kiva Eager's reaction was: um, really, we should do it. The gra seems to be saying um, what the gra seems to be saying is correct. He says, "Okay." The other person in the room said, Lomais is going to cause problems of loisis do. Says the Ali aliyah that why, but the chsam he brings down the chsam the aliyah He's aware of the chsam He says, why is he saying mashana yad al Because we know the chsam seifr was, uh, was, was battling a- opposition of shinuyim and tefillah, so he was more sensitive. Lomais, the Ki-Veger was also, so I don't know why the Eli aliyah Elio thinks it's Rabbi Kivega. You see different people react differently to different things. Anyway, what does this all have to do with our discussion? Says Rabis al-Meltzer, after you have my Ramban, you see that the Grah is not so powerful anymore. Why? Because when you um he says as follows, open up the Ramban that I published, and you'll see that the Ramban knows about the Masahta Saifrim. And he has a different gear than the Mesakta Saifram, and he handles the Musahta Saifim, he handles the whole sugya, he's aware of all the problems of the grah. And and interestingly enough, the Ramban, when he talks about this Sugya, he says, La Maisa, La not to go be Meshane, the Sugya, um, not to be Meshane-like, um, even though possibly whatever, the Masech seifrim, keep the meaning as it is. So it's Mefurish that the Ramban was aware of the Masech seifrim, and is much more than the way the ron has it. So w- why am I using this example? So now, first of all, al HaZalmelsa says, as the Vilna going, the Ramban was the first time a Megillah was only published at the end of the Graz life, so most likely he didn't see it. This the, this is al HaZalmelsa says as a hara. Other people, such as the B'aralacha, also says, the B'aralacha was crazy into the G'ra, the Mishnaburu in B'aralacha, over here in this sugya, he doesn't go like the G'ra. And he says, what? L'maysa, we have this Ramban. The Ramban is Messiahim, um, to not be mishana our Minig, which is not like the to Decipher. Okay. Rabbi Grzezinski wrote an incredible sefer on Hechus Kriya Satayur. She also says he didn't have the Ramban. Now, earlier I mentioned there's a Tshuva Sefer from Zichar Zichron Yainasin. He brings down a whole five, six-page Tshuva, where he explains the G'ra. He says the G'ra is the best in the whole Sugi. It's the best gear, so everything. L'Maisa, he also says, because he also had the Ramban, we don't change it because the Ramban. Okay. Now, but what I'm trying to bring out over here is, this is, here you see part of the significance of the story of what I'm trying to tell, which is, Sometimes we have a masaira of said region, the Ramban the Rans bringing it down, but the Ramban is, is the, the Ran is only bringing it down in fifteen lines. If you look inside the way the al it's twenty it's it's two pages it's much, much more material, and he has all the different things similar to what I said that some that Mr. Brew and others point out on the Maggan of with Darzarua. once you know that Dakimmaisha had Dar-Zeruah, and we have Dar-Zeruah, a lot of times the questions are answered so so, there's a major significance in having the specific region, seeing it in its context, and a lot. It could be a game changer in Amish understanding the Sukya. Now, just to point out to, uh, a few more pratim with this to wrap it up, it's like this. First of all, Rabbi Yoyne Metzger told, um, sorry, Rabbi Marzbach told uh, Rabbi Kalman Kahana when he talks, when he's talking, he also wrote about this Gra, he also knew a lot of this material with this Ramban, and he says it could be. It's not that Ribisin al doesn't say that if the Gra would have seen this, he would have been Kaiser. He might have reevaluated evaluated this thing, but the but the point is the some cipher was was wrong also. But but the Vildegoyn, it could be, would even still hold based on his However, he worked, which is a whole different discussion. He held that this mesech to seifrim to mishana the nusach, and he would even still argue on the ramban. I'm not convinced, actually, over here because over here we have what's significant is is once there's a ramban that's handling the mesech to and is saying it, it's it, it's it's much different. The gra would be more mityaches with it, but whatever. This is a different. This is a, a, a different conversation. But what's interesting is what? How are people like? So most people. Including, as I said, the Mishnah Barura says to, to be naive like the Ramban and not to change it like the Grah. So the Chazanish, what does the Chazanish do over here? Chazanish, we know, um, um, is a grah, is very into the Grah. So interestingly enough, the Chazanish, this, Syriah Kalman Kahana writes this, Sy the Sefer of, um, there's a Sefer put out by the Greinemans called Dinim van Huggas b'Murana Chazanish, also says as follows, Bekriya satayra, he would do deloy grah. So the Chazanish should do not like the Gra. Says the parentheses. It wasn't published in those times. It was the new manuscript to the Ramban. And so much so is the Chazanish held that the Gra would have been Mashana and held like this. There's a sefer I recently found out about this. Minhagam of Basic Nesses Letterman, which they published the Minhagam. Who wrote the Haaris? Reb Chaim wrote a lot of Haaris. He says not like the Gra. Um, we do it. Why? Because of the Ramban. This is what he explains that this is the minig of the shul. This is where Rabbi Chaim Kanevsky was. So we see that this Ramban is playing out. Interestingly enough, Lua Heretz Yisrael from Ruf Tukashinsky they bring gold like the minig of the Grah. Now, this is um just a time to throw out for a second that Reb Zevin already points out that the, that the 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 grow weird as it becomes so big is gofa through the luach of Rav Tukashinsky. but here you see, and even in the newer Luach what 's called the um, luach the standard Luach now in Eretz Yisrael, taking over the Luach of um, Rav Tukashinsky, and they even have it published. Um, they even have a published American version, so they they bring down both men, hug him, and they say it seems like the it seems like the yeshi, it's, they quote and there are the that Yeshivushaylom is to do like the Gra. Okay, whatever. Anyway, bottom line is um, one more point about this, and then we'll just conclude with one other idea: is that Reb Shray another another Nick, he taka and his shul did like the Gra, either Ramban and he. So a, a Talmud of his put out a beautiful safer volume one so far, called Derech Yesharay Meirich and the Sugya, similar to what. Reb Yoiner Martzbach told Reb uh, told Kahana that maybe the Gra would have said differently. A whole array that Avada, the Gra would have would have remained with his sheeta even with the Ramban uh, about it. And this is a, in the ten-page piece about it. Okay, now just to messiah one last idea relating to the Ramban, which but what one of the points already is that we here we're seeing is even the Chazanish Ramban he's taking he's using it's a new manuscript according to this messiah. Okay, now. We, we, we we're we are we are still in Dafiimi of Nadarm, so in the discussion of Nedarim, we mentioned that the the chidah, so saw on his travels. The manuscript of the Ramban's work on the Dharm with the Nemukey Yosef and the Ritva, he saw this xaviar and it gets published in the late 1700s. So interestingly enough, the Chassam um found out about it. He, he has a beautiful letter about one of the, in one of the reprintings of this. He says he found out about it through a Talmud of his. And Baruch Hashem, he was Zeicha when he was little, the Dharam yeshiva. I got a hold of this Chibor, which had in it the Ritva, Muki Yosef, and the Ramban. And it's unbelievable. Okay. Now, um, so, but the point is, this was a new Yet again, we have the Chassam cipher being pro using a brand new printed from manuscript and using it. So too, Rabbi Kiva Eger says, my son-in-law, the Chassam cipher, told me about it, and it's Merdek, and he's he's they're both giving us comma for a new printing about it. Okay, interestingly enough, in a letter in the 19 in, 19, in 1827, the Rambam Zalmagos writes to his friend the Chassam cipher, you wrote me a shetikal relating to Nadarim, and he says I noticed. You have in your hand a piske alach the Dharam, and also a ritva. Please tell me how to get this. Now, Rabbi Faimzal Zalmagos was a crazy farm collector and a uh, crazy farm library. He sees this. He sees the ramban using this new man. She's like, where Where did he get this from? Please make sure hook me up with this. I didn't hear about this. Okay, and 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 so. But the point is, here we're seeing yet again that it's not just the Mishnah Brurah and Mokhain Kanievsky we're seeing the Sefer Yasher is, is, is a story from the 1800s we're seeing again with the Shultis with the Natsiv Rosh Hashiva of Elijah. we're seeing with the Ramban we're seeing with, not only the Ramban on let's say Megillah but even the Ramban and other Mosechtus that's com- only coming out of manuscript in, in the 1800s the Simcha the, I'm sorry for saying he's able to use it for saying Shir writing a Shikotar of Rahim Zalman anyway we see this and Amir we hope to in the in the next episode to continue more to give even more context to this story. Incredible. Incredible. Just remind me, I when I was in
0: Yerushalayim, when I learned there, and lived there, standing in Yerushalayim is to go like the grow, right? Are there places that go
1: not like that? I don't know. I think that a lot of places do not, I think more and more now, not everyone does go like the grow in Yerushalayim anymore. But I, I, Were you I, I don't know. I didn't take a poll. What do they do? Call. What do they do by you? I think they don't do like the, I think, I think they do like um not like to not like to grow.
0: Very good. Okay, thank you very much. Looking forward to continuing this conversation.